Um, well, let me start off by saying I am so tired. So yesterday um, was my friend Anna's birthday. And for her birthday, we decided to get tickets to this thing called Beer Fest. Where uh, it was, it's very similar. Remember that thing we went to with your mom and stepdad um, at Muskegon State Park yep. where there was just a bunch of breweries set up and we had um, samples? Mm-hmm. It was very similar to that, um, and it was at, like, the, uh, like, baseball, minor league baseball stadium, um, and it, they were just, like, set up all around the concession stands, and, like, the tasting glass they gave us was the size of, like, a whiskey glass, <laughs> and it was, like, kind of rainy and cold, so all of the breweries were just filling these things, like, three quarters of the way full for a tasting, yeah. and we each had ten tickets, and I knew that um, we were recording in the morning, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to drink. And I actually, I stuck with that. I only had, like, I, we were there for about three hours, and I only had, like, four tastings. And everyone else, damn. like, used all their tickets. I know. Holy so I was like, damn. Fuck. Yeah. I know. I know. They were, I was like, you guys are going to hate yourselves in the morning. Oh, my God. And they were being so annoying, too. They were, like, giddy drunk where... They were making friends with old ladies, and, like, they added them on Snapchat. (laughs) They were, like, taking pictures with them. Like, they wanted to go to a bar with them afterwards. Like, it's like, you guys are going to feel stupid in the morning. I'm glad that I'm sober. (laughs) Um, But anyways, yeah, so that was a whole thing. And then, um, so this weekend I'm going home for Ozzy's mom's birthday, and for her birthday, we always get her a Trace Leches cake, and mm-hmm. typically we buy it, and so I was like, this year I want to try to make it, and um, so I knew that I had to be sober to try to make it today, because it was, you know, it's a fairly um, intensive process, and I was talking to Lindsay about it, because she's made one before, and she's like, oh no, you gotta let that shit sit overnight. I was like, what? My recipe says an hour. And so then we got done. Uh, we left uh, Beer Fest at like 10 or 11 or something. And I got home and I was like, gotta make the cake. <laughs> and so I was, like, <laughs> and I was like, I can't let Ozzy's mom down. And so oh. like, uh, yeah, I stayed up until two in the morning making the cake. And Jesus. then this morning, I know, I know it was. I think it's going to turn out pretty good, so I'm I'm happy about that. And then this morning, I, I woke up at, like, 8, and I, like, was cleaning my apartment and getting ready for this shit. And so I'm like, I'm not hungover, thank God, because mm-hmm. I would be so miserable, but I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a long fucking night. Holy shit. I know. So, is Ozzy still asleep, then, in the room behind you? Yeah, I just woke him up. I was like, I'm about to podcast. Can you Can you stay in here? <laughs> I was like, if you gotta go shower, pee, or whatever, eat, like, do it now. Um, but yeah, he's he kind of toned it back towards the other night because he's like, oh shit, I'm starting to feel it. I I knew I wasn't supposed to do this, mm-hmm. but I think Anna's the one that she got like the most wrecked. Nobody puked though. Not that I know of. <laughs> I mean, when I left, no one puked. But also, when I left their house, um, they opened a bottle of wine, and mm. so I don't know if they were planning on keeping continuing to keep going so there might have been puking later in the night yeah i'd say after that somebody threw <laughs> yeah. up yeah because then they were just mixing like because there's also like cideries there too and so they were mixing beer cider and then if they also had wine like that's oh, God, just yeah. a recipe for disaster Oof. Just, uh, 
Yeah. So that was my night. Yeah. Sounds like a fantastic time. Yeah. Yeah. I went to bed early. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jealous. Yeah. Hoping to do that tonight. What fun stories do you have for me? Literally nothing. I've... You got a tattoo! Yeah, I got a (laughs) tattoo, but, like, that's... I mean, I have tattoos, so it's not, like, a big... You sent a snap, and that's the end of that story. (laughs) (laughs) I got a tattoo! Yeah, it's some mushrooms. It's pretty cool. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, other than that, I've been working, and work just makes me want to kill myself. So, like, the tattoo is about the highlight. Yeah. So, Um, yeah. I have one more quick story before we get started. And, like, I don't think... I literally don't even think we can talk for 20 minutes about this movie. So... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, we definitely cannot. There's no way. There's... Yeah, I was outlining it in my nothing. head. I'm like, mm, this is going to be pretty short. Because there's really yep. not much to talk about. But that's okay. Yep. So, I'll just tell you my other story. So, uh, kind of speaking of work, this past weekend, I went to a winery that's in the area. And it's like the only winery within my vicinity and mm-hmm. so I go there fairly regularly to get wine because I really like it and then um I just was kind of curious and I started talking to the uh people that were work there and I was like oh how did you guys get jobs here and I'm like but there's a newsletter and we signed up and that's where like the positions are posted so like you can sign up for that if you're interested or if you want we can uh give you the owner's email and you can email them directly to see if there's any openings and I was like hmm don't think about it and so then like the uh like during the week this this week I was like you know what I'm gonna email them see just just see just kind of test the waters and so I was like hey uh wondering if you have any openings I really like your wine I don't have any experience but I would like to get some so like keep me in mind here's my resume And then the owner replied like 10 minutes later and they're like, hey, actually this is perfect timing because we were about to post a job, but we technically haven't posted it yet. So do you want to come in for an interview on Monday? Oh, oh, shit. So I have an interview to be um, a tasting assistant at the winery um, in the area. And like, it it would just be part-time work and it would be Mm -hmm. really easy to because their hours are only from noon to five. And so if I worked weekends, it would only be from like noon to five. And so it wouldn't be like it would be the whole weekend. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, this would be awesome because it would give me something to do on the weekends instead of just like lay on my couch and be a lazy sack of shit. Yeah. And then, you know, it kind of be just like my side hustle to get some extra money too because I'm broke as shit. You're still out in the panhandle dealing with... For for the next two to three weeks, yeah. I will be. Jesus. I, yeah, been very tired of this fucking job. Because they still haven't filled my inspe- my old position, so I'm still doing that Dude. job. Like... Yep. It's very far behind on everything, so I'm just... Yeah, yeah, I it. feel that. I feel very frustrated in having to do two jobs. Mm-hmm. Pisses me off. But and then you go and apply for a third. <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> I just really hate myself. <laughs> I'm just like, you're not miserable enough yet. <laughs> like, I know. You can do worse. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, 
<laughs> we'll never be as, I mean, we're probably about as miserable as, as Scrooge is. Yeah. In I, this nice movie. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, there was yeah. a point where I, we were, I was watching it and um, there was definitely a point where I was like, huh, maybe Jesse and I are more Scrooge like than, uh, we realize. A hundred percent. I know. I was, I was just wondering how, and everyone in this movie could be so, like, empathetic towards Scrooge and, like, look past his dickness and, like, I'm like, dude, why are they trying to be friends with him? Like, just let him be a mean, grumpy old fart and, like, who gives a shit? Like, live your lives. I was getting annoyed with all the happy-go-lucky people. (laughs) I mean, we should probably just get into it before uh before, before we, we talk about the whole it, yeah. thing <laughs> exactly before we just blow our load too early and it's over yeah uh, all right well i'm jesse and i'm aaron and we're the cage queens this time of year oh i suffer most and this week we're talking about a christmas carol the movie and mm-hmm. so it's like an animated version of the Christmas Carol, obviously. But what I don't get, I was kind of confused because on IMDb it said that it was released in 2001, but on Amazon Prime it said 2003. And at first I was like, I shit, did I buy the wrong one? I know. Um, I've so I don't also actually. <laughs> and so I actually don't know what year it was released. I'm it guessing was, 2001. Okay. It was 2001. So I did, a, I mean, I went to the Wikipedia and did a little reading. Um, Mm-hmm. So it was released in the UK in 2001, like, in theaters, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, it went to the Toronto Film Festival in 2001, where it kind of bombed, and then was released <laughs> in the US uh, straight to DVD, or straight to VHS, anyways. Uh, um, I see. Yeah, and so I'm wondering if that's when it was released, around 2003, when it was put onto video, but mm-hmm. um, okay. 2001 is definitely the release date. <laughs> It did not do very well. Um, yes. Um, after watching it, I can see why. Um, and it's like, it's pretty much just a shortened version of the, uh, you know, A Christmas Carol where you got this mean old selfish man who hates everybody and is not happy about celebrating Christmas and his family and old friends are like, damn, what happened to him? And so... He gets visited by the three ghosts that show him, like, how he needs to be better. And then in the end, you know, he's like, wow, I'm woke. I realize that I should celebrate Christmas with everybody. The end. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, everyone knows the story, so. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, everybody's seen, like, an iteration of it because there's mm-hmm. so many out there. Like, the Muppets did it and, you know... <laughs> there's like there's like a whole bunch like there's something for everybody i've definitely seen several different versions of it barely Mm -hmm. retain any of it every time there's there's always this you know the three ghosts and whatever um but i i can't keep the characters straight half the time it's just a boring ass christmas movie to me i mean scrooge Mm -hmm. is a miser he loves his money and loses his way and becomes sour and whatever and then he's got his old business partner marley who uh (laughs) in this uh version is played by our boy nick cage and he doesn't show up until like 22 minutes into the movie yeah 
I and know. I was like, yeah. did I miss him? Like, why is it taking so long for him to show up? Yep. He's so <laughs> brief. He just he rattles his chains and warns Scrooge about the coming ghosts that are going to show him where he did wrong. Yeah. And uh, Marley is just like, I regret all the decisions that I made in the past, so you also should regret those decisions <laughs> yes. and lead a clean life. And woo goes away. Yeah. The hilarious thing about him playing this character is he was the only one that didn't have any type of English accent. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my god, he didn't even try. And I don't know, because I don't remember in the, um, you know, original ones, I assume they all were supposed to have English accents. That, like, Jacob Marley wasn't an American, was he? Like... I don't, know. I, I don't think so. I think it's all supposed to be set in like England or whatever. Yeah. But I. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So he was definitely a standout because he wasn't blending in to the environment that he was in. And then his voice just didn't really fit with the ghost. It all just felt. It all just felt like very misplaced and yeah. it didn't flow well it it was weird <laughs> i mean you could say that about the entire movie really I oh mean, yeah like True. it's it's weird as shit like the ghosts and i don't maybe the go like it's been a while since i've seen one of the christmas carol movies mm-hmm. but i don't recall the ghosts having these like cones or horns or whatever the fuck that they're carrying around those big yeah like horn of plenties or whatever <laughs> that yeah like, the first ghost the ghost of Christmas past has it and it looks like one of those like um megaphones like an old style megaphone and I was like is she gonna like mm-hmm. shout shit at him like what's the point of this and yeah. she uses it at, like to show him stuff and then it's, she's just carrying it I don't didn't understand and then the other guy the Christmas present one who's like going on an acid trip with Scrooge <laughs> <Yeah>. like dumping <laughs> dust all over people like, with his cone yeah yeah And I don't remember the original ghost, but I thought they were more human-like. And Mm -hmm. I felt like these ghosts, like the first ghost of Christmas past, she looked like a little, like a a fairy or a pixie or something. Yeah. The the second ghost looked like... He was pretty human I don't know. He looked like a... He looked like a god, like a... Yeah. Who's Hercules? Like a Zeus Zeus. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third one was just, you know, like a, a reaper type thing, so. The third one was, I, the third one was kind of creepy just because of, like, how dark and yeah um, spooky it looked. It was very Halloween-ish. Um, yes. <laughs> the, what was it, the ghost of Christmas future or whatever. Yeah. And, and that one doesn't say anything, like, it's completely <laughs> mute and just shows, what does he show, Scrooge? Like, oh, the death of Tiny Tim. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Probably R. because R. of the bucket of... <laughs> Of water that Scrooge dumped on him. And... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love how it directly went all on Tiny Tim. <laughs> yeah. it, it looks like it's going to go over everybody and then it just kind of zeroes in directly <laughs> onto the little Tiny it's Tim. It's like, fuck this kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this kid that already has pneumonia and a crutch. I want to directly make sure his life is fucked. <laughs> so oh. yeah, there's his death and the... the Christmas future, and then also Scrooge's own death, and the aftermath of that, where everybody's like, yeah, fuck that piece of shit, let's just take 
take all the stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's totally reasonable. <laughs> like, that's yeah. Not, yeah. He is an asshole. And exactly. he doesn't realize it's about him at first, which, I mean, after all of the shit that he's shown, he doesn't right. realize that he's the asshole. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep, keep with it. I did it, Ebenezer. Um, the mm-hmm. thing that I did like about this movie is, um, so in the beginning it has, um, who is it? Charles, Charles Dickens? Who is, who's the narrator? Yeah, Ch- Charles, Charles, Charles Dickens. He's like doing a reading of the Christmas yeah. Carol. And it's all live, we, it's a live action beginning. I didn't expect yeah, that. Me neither. Me neither. And then they have this like little animated mouse running through, and like very obviously animated. Like it didn't even look, I mean, granted, you know, it was way back early 2000s when they made this. So the, um, yeah, it was like weird, know. bad CGI. Yeah, exactly. But then the like the little ma- mouse carried over into the animation stuff, and Scrooge was like he was buds with the the little mouse. Like he's like, oh my god, my little friend. He gave him some some porridge and some cheese, and he's like, oh, that was like his. It, it was his boy throughout the movie. I was like, can relate. He likes the animals more than people. And then the mouse just kind of, like, follows him throughout everything. The mouse gets a friend because he saves another mouse from drowning. Um, so then there's two mice. And then Scrooge is just surrounded by mice. And, you know, he doesn't mind. It's He's like, oh, welcome to company for this lonely night. Um, yeah. So I did, like, the little the little mice. They squ- they squeaked and they, they, like, did a lot of gestures. A lot. But um, they were kind of fun. Kind of cute. Yeah, uh, the, when Scrooge was more friendly to the mice, uh, I was like, yeah, that's definitely us, yes. <laughs> you know, loving animals more than humans. I get that. Exactly. I totally understand exactly. that. Um, but the mice were definitely a top complaint from, like, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of them described the mice as um, obnoxious. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think they did overplay the mice a little bit, like because they were the mice had a bigger role than they should have. Like mm-hmm. they should have just been like you know kind of in the background, but they like they did a lot of work. They definitely did. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of mouse action, and then the 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 bad CGI. During the live yeah. action parts. Oh yeah, they could have yeah. left that one out. I <laughs> why? But... Why didn't they just use real mice? I mean, like I know it couldn't it have been, been that easy. difficult. Yeah, to just make them run in a direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> have them run down the aisle. Like you don't even have to have people there. Just film the mouse running down the aisle. Boom! You got your shot. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but um. Uh, I guess the only other notable thing is, um, what's her face? Kate Winslet. Oh, yeah. She is, uh, the voice of Nurse Bell, who is, uh, Scrooge's, like, long lost love, because he fucked it up (laughs) trying to get her to sign, like, a prenup before their engagement. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I have a shitload of money and you have no money, so. Yeah. Yeah. And she totally left him and then mm-hmm. um when like towards the end i think it's after 
Scrooge has all of his experiences and he's trying to, like, turn himself around, there's a really weird song that starts playing. <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, that I noticed! That is so out of place. And I didn't know until I was looking at, like, Wikipedia that Kate Winslet sang that song. Okay, at first I thought I saw her character, like, mouthing the words. I was like, oh, is this bitch about to break out the song? I but I don't think And the then she stopped. Was. She stopped, yeah. though. Like, maybe it was just the way that it was set up. It kind of looked like mm-hmm. she was singing, but she wasn't. But, yeah, because then it started flashing other characters, and I was like, ugh, this song is definitely oh, so the low the lowest point of the movie <laughs> not when tiny tim was drenched in freezing water it was the song that was the worst that happened um mm-hmm. yeah i thought i it took me a minute to make the connection because like in the beginning we saw that there's this hospital full of sick kids they owe a lot of money, and Scrooge is kind of, like, the person that they owe the money to, and so they can't pay their debts, and so the doctor gets thrown in jail, and the nurse is just kind of left, like, oh, no, I can't do anything now, um, and then, like, we go back in time, and then we see that he meets Belle, and it's like, oh, she's the, she's the connection there, because I was like, why mm-hmm. do we care about this particular story but it's because that was his former love interest and then in the end they kind of like she writes a letter to him in the beginning saying like oh i need your money and then Mm -hmm. like she goes to him on christmas day and he's like i never got your letter but i'll try so hard to help maybe you did say you got the letter i don't really know he he read the letter i mean like so the mice bring him the letter. Um, yeah, that was the, that, that was before, when they were putting in work. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, before the ghost experiences, the mice uh, bring him the letter, but he like puts off opening it. He just doesn't mm-hmm. open it, doesn't open it, and then he finally opens it after his experience, and he's like, "Oh my god, I should have done something." And then he like doesn't do anything about it until she confronts him. So yeah. Yep, but the doctor gets released from the jail in the end, and he goes to check on little Tiny Tim, and then Tiny Tim doesn't die, and, you know, <laughs> he gets to yeah, be healthy. Every, and... Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Good old happy ending. Yep, and then they played another terrible song over the credits. Yes. So. <laughs> Let me double check my notes to make sure. I mean, I think I have, like, six notes. <laughs> like, this was... Yeah. Yeah, biggest complaint was, like, Nick was definitely, didn't have more than five minutes in the movie. Oh, yeah. So the his... fact that he he was, like, top, you know, like, top listed, I was like, what? Why? He right. even there. Just because he's, like, an important character, but not mm-hmm. actually, like, in the movie. Yeah, exactly. He's a big name. Yeah. I got nothing left to say about it. Me neither. <laughs> I told you all the interesting trivia that I found, which was yeah. I when I when I went to the trivia page on IMDb, there was two things, and they were nothing. <laughs> it was literally no. nothing. So it was about other Christmas Carol movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like comparing it to other Christmas Carol movies. Yeah. So, whatever. We knew this one was gonna be a 
a rough go, Mm -hmm. but hey, we did it. Made it through another one. I know, really one we were not looking forward to. Um, exactly. Because, I mean, animated Christmas movie. And anima- yeah. yeah. And it's worse that it's a bad animated Christmas movie. Exactly. So. Yeah, and like right. the thing that we like the most about Nick is his expressions and his body language. Yeah. And we didn't, you know, we don't get to see that when he does voice acting. And so it's like, yeah. That's true. So there's just less appeal there in general. Look how time has wasted me. Yeah. Yes. Where are we gonna rank, rank it? This one down down somewhere towards the bottom. Yes. I'm guessing. Um. Oh, I was looking at this before we we got on. Um, looking at our list. Just Con Air is number two. Honeymoon in Vegas is number three. How the fuck does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. I, I do know. remember that we sincerely liked Con Air. I just remember that we just really liked his character in the movie. That's true. He did have a good character in that movie. Yeah, but that damn, yeah, number two. Yeah. Honeymoon, yeah, and Honeymoon in Vegas. How do, how do I feel like that one needs to get kicked back somewhere, but. Yeah, probably. What was the, oh, the best of times? I was like, what was that? Wow, we what put the, the best, best of, times of times above the boy in blue. The best of times was that Crispin Glover thing that Nick was, like, briefly a part of, and he played that macho dude who, like, did push-ups on the beach or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it, that was, like, the first thing we watched, right? It was It was one of his, like, yeah, it was... Yeah, that would have been the very first thing, because Fast Times at Ridgemont High was right after that, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. What is this more watchable than the best of times? Yes. Okay. What about Rumblefish? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Rumblefish was just so bad. I just it hated was. Rumblefish with every fiber in my being. I'd watch this before I ever watch Rumblefish again. Yeah, me too. Deadfall, I don't I always get these dead Deadfall. Deadfall Nick is that character where he wears the sunglasses all the time and he's like always coked out and um, he goes kind of crazy. Eddie, right? That's the character's we, name, I think. We put that one all the way down here. Because yep. I liked his oh, character in that. Yeah, we liked his character, but that Michael Bean narration. Oh, over yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Movie really That's killed right. <laughs> That's right. I think I would watch. I think I would watch Deadfall over this one though again just I, to see. I Nick. do too. That was okay. it was really yeah. Yeah, it was bad besides Nick's craziness. I think there's a movie where he reprises that character later. Ooh. Yeah. I saw fun. it somewhere. Okay, so now out of a list of 38, we are putting Christmas Carol the movie as number 34. <laughs> Very low on our list. Come, Ebenezer. You have no time to waste. Okay, you ready for the next next one? I'm ready. <clears throat> our next movie is Wind Talkers, which came out in 2002. It's rated R, and it's also two hours and 14 minutes long. Oh, no. It's uh, described as uh, action, drama, and war. So it's another war movie. 
and uh, it was given a 6.1 out of 10 stars on IMDb. And the description is, Two U.S. Marines in World War II are assigned to protect Navajo Marines who use their native language as an unbreakable radio cipher. My very first thought is this one could be problematic yeah. in some way. <laughs> yeah. I remember my dad told me when we were talking, because obviously they know about the podcast. Don't think they found mm-hmm. it yet, thank God. But um, yeah, he's like, oh, have you, have you seen Wind Talkers yet? I was like, not yet. He's like, oh, I've seen that one. And I can't remember if he told me if it was stupid or not. I kind of feel like he did tell me it was stupid. But yeah. I don't remember. I, but. I'm not a big war movie person. Me neither. And this one, it just seems like problematic. Especially when you look at the actors. Um, there's a lot of big names in it. Oh, our boy uh, Peter Stormare isn't it? And he played oh. the bad porn guy from 8 oh, Millimeter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He probably plays a bad guy in this one, too. I'm oh, guessing Mark his Ruffalo. name is... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Christian um, Slater. Is... What I'd love to know if is uh, if any of the actors who are playing the natives... Yeah, I was gonna say, who's, who's Navajo here? I guess... I know. I wonder... Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe that's something we can look up when we talk about this movie. Yeah, I'm already... I was just, I've was. i clicked on the first dude, Adam Beach. He is Native uh, American. But probably not Navajo. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but yeah. It could be interesting. Alright. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Yeah, I think the best part about um, The Christmas Carol was that it was only an hour and 20 minutes. I know. That was my favorite really, part. Like, <laughs> I breezed through it this morning. It was... Yeah. Yeah. It was easy. It was peace. Easy. Yeah. So these two-hour ones are the, the ones that get a little challenging. They but take hey. so long. I know. Like, they're the ones where you kind of have to take a break in between, especially when they're not that, you know, in, engaging. <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm. it takes a lot to get through this. But we'll see. We'll see how this one goes. I think the only thing I have left to say is... Bah humbug. I am doomed.